This is a Federal News Network podcast. Welcome to Ask the Chief Information Officer on Federal News Network. Now your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office in the Department of Health and Human Services. Chad, thanks so much for taking the time. Sure. Thanks, Jason. Happy to. The Grants QSMO, as is commonly called, has been up and coming for the several months now, maybe more than a year. I know you and I talked uh, earlier in the spring of 2022 about kind of where you're at. So it's good to see that the marketplace has officially launched. So let's just start there. Congratulations, I should say, to start with the launch of the marketplace. What is the marketplace and what are some of those goals around the Grants QSMO now that the marketplace is out? This has been coming for a couple of years. So the Grants QSMO was designated uh, by OMB to operate at the start of 2021. And, you know, having a marketplace and the idea of the marketplace, it's a virtual storefront for agency customers, right? So we can offer them better tools than they're using today to manage their grant programs. The grants is huge, right? Grants is a trillion dollar endeavor by government. It's complex. There are a lot of federal agencies giving awards, almost 50. There are over 1,500 individually authorized grant programs, and they're using a lot of systems. They're using, you know, 150, 200 different IT systems alone today, never mind manual processes that agencies are still running in emails and spreadsheets. This is large and complex, right? There are more efficient ways to do this, right? We think that we can help drive more, uh, like saving time for federal folks, um, that they can apply it to help better delivering on mission. And the same for recipients. We can help reduce that recipient burden by offering them better tools that focus on their customer and user experience, right? Easing access to the federal government and their grant programs through the systems they use and really helping deliver better modern functionality uh, through tools and through shared services, right? So that's the idea of our marketplace is really bringing those better shared service solutions to agencies. Look, the, the marketplace launch, it's a big win. It's a big win for us and, and for our agency partners and for our recipients, but it's not the end. It's just the start of a longer marathon um, and I could happy to talk about, you know, what we've done, you know, the last year and a half plus to get to this point and, and where we're going. Let's maybe give people some some of the background, because I think it's important to set the tone, because as you went through it, uh, I remember when grants was just a six hundred eighty billion dollar endeavor. Now it's over a trillion with the with the uh, CARES Act and the Infrastructure Act and some of the other laws that have been passed. I remember when they've tried to do this before. So maybe give us a little bit of background. The QSMOs were launched, I think, 2016, 2015 timeframe. And before that, we had the grants line of business. And before that, we had grants.gov. So give me just a little bit of history. We don't need to get into the the detail, the the depths of history, though. Yeah, I I won't do the whole hour-long history lesson, but the Grants Quality Service Management Office, or all the quality service management offices, Uh, We're one of four in government, in different lines of business. We're in the grants business. There are ones that cover human capital management, financial management and systems uh, and cybersecurity. It's the latest effort uh, in government to try to run the business of government, you know, more effectively and more efficiently. Yeah, you mentioned a number of things historically sort of led, led to where we are today. And, you know, we take a lot of lessons learned. Even all the way back, you know, to that GMLOB efforts in the past with shared service efforts in government and grants.gov. The big takeaways for me and our team as, as we work with the grants QSMO concept, that's about, the QSMO concept's about three or four years old now. We were the last QSMO designated. Um, so we've actually been able to learn a lot from our other QSMO partners in, in, in the space is that, you know, mission, mission is so important, right? And, you know, and in terms of driving the use of shared services, we got to focus on making sure we're helping agencies and for us, agencies and grant recipients, how can we make sure we're offering the tools that are really helping them deliver on that mission? and really putting their needs first, 
You know, that, and that's a big takeaway. You know, it, it, it may seem simple, but really focusing outwardly on the needs and challenges, you know, and mission objectives of those agency partners and of the recipients who are actually delivering on, on grants and delivering the public benefits, that really changes the focus of what we think about in terms of how we talk to agencies about their needs, how we populate and build our marketplace and expand our marketplace over time, and really coming to conclusions and lessons learned from the past, like one size does not fit all. Uh, particularly in the grant space. You know, we're not trying to drive towards a single ERP solution for grants. And there's a bunch of reasons why, you know, again, but mentioning just how complex that that grants systems web and even just the number of programs and agencies is, there are some unique needs uh, in the grants world. And, and we don't, we know that existing shared services can't meet everyone's needs perfectly. Um, and that's part of why we know we need to expand you know, but you also mentioned increasing needs in the grants world. You mentioned some lower, you know, hundreds of, you know, what, six, seven hundred million dollars a year. This has been going up over time. It's not just the, the big supplementals with COVID and the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan. Definitely big plus ups there. You know, I, I spent 2019 working in OMB and, and, you know, we were talking there about how we have now crossed sort of this uh, Rubicon of uh, spending in government where government grants is more than government procurement at this point. And it has been for, for a handful of years. And the trend with grants is increasing. The big supplementals really plussed it up a lot. But what we found is that grants is one of the biggest expenditures in government. So we have to try to find ways to try to make sure one focused on the customer and improving that customer experience and the tools to help drive right how we improve those tools and tools we bring in really focusing on ways to, you know, give back time, create greater efficiencies for the agency users and recipients. That, that's what we're trying to drive. Chad, I appreciate you kind of bringing it around to what you're trying to do with the grants marketplace, not, and I think it's, it's clear, not drive a single ERP solution for everyone. So let's talk about the marketplace a little bit. When you launched it, uh, it was got initial approval in 2021. It, so it took about 18 months to really get it into, into launch mode and to release initial operating capabilities, as they, as they say in DoD sometimes. What's part of the marketplace? How many providers or shared services do you have? And, and, then, and then what comes next? Of course, we'll have to talk about. The QSMO was designated, uh, like we stood up for the first time in, in January 2021. Our core mission was to create and manage a marketplace. This, this launch of that marketplace is the start of that. That's, that's our initial marketplace. A lot of the work we've done to get here uh, is important, right? Done a lot of engagement with agencies, uh, agency customers, recipients. We've done government-wide surveys of grant systems at agencies and also asked them about their anticipated needs, you know, for grant systems and for what parts of the grants management life cycle. And that, that's, that's probably the key role for the QSMOs is, is creating and managing that marketplace so let's let's talk about the goals of the marketplace and what happens if people you know can't use the marketplace today, which 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 happens. Goals of the marketplace is like, look, it's a simple innovation, but surprisingly effective. It is putting in one place for for agency customers to see what shared services are out there, and and the grants QSMO quote unquote validates. So this is a common term all the QSMOs use. Solutions, it, it's a brand of quality, right? We're providing them assurances that if they're seeking to use different and better tools than they're using today, often old custom legacy tools built on old cold bases, code bases. Look, here are some better options to consider. And we've done that with this initial launch of the marketplace. Look, we've been also working before the marketplace officially launched, we've still been advising agencies on all of their significant IT investments. This is the second key role for the QSMO is look, work with agencies on their investments, try to drive better common, you know, common government-wide goals 
in terms of how to drive better mission outcomes and grants, get better efficiencies, better effective use of the taxpayer dollars we spend on systems. So with the marketplace, we're helping drive that one by just putting in one place, creating the connections. And we've taken a framework that exists in government today for grants, what's known as the Federal Integrated Business Framework or the Grants FIBF is the acronym there. Try not to use many acronyms. We now have mapped the existing providers across the FIBF frameworks to help customers understand transparently and very simply and easily on that marketplace website what parts of the grants management lifecycle they service. May seem simple, but that, that is a true innovation, right? It, it's a sharing data and information with customers in a way that helps them make better informed decisions about what to do when they have a system's need. That's unique. That's, the, that's one of the key innovations here with the QSMOs. And our job then is to help advise them on those roles. One, right? So we can help advise what tools are out there. We now better understand their needs and help make recommendations to them, right? About what services, you know, might be the best fit or what not. And also, look, with the marketplace, we know this, the tools we have today and the services we have, they're great, right? They do great jobs for their customers today. They're not perfect for every customer, but we know we need to modernize over time. And we have spent the last year and a half you know, working with these and partnering with these providers to ensure we're going to have long-term sustainability of the solutions on there. And that we align around some common goals and ways that we want to improve both for their customers individually and for federal agencies and recipients as a whole, ways that we believe we can help better deliver on that mission through modernization of the tools they have. Like that's really key is that, again, it's a, it's a marathon here. This is the start and, the, and it's gonna take a long time. There's a, there's a long vision and time frame for driving some of the, I think, longer term goals we have in terms of how we can improve that grants mission. But that's one of the keys with the marketplace today and where we're starting. Chad, on that note, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we can continue our conversation. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office in the Department of Health and Human Services. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office at the Department of Health and Human Services. You mentioned those longer-term goals. We will get there in a second, but before, let me just take a half a step back. One of the big challenges with shared services, grants included, but more, we've seen this with financial management. We saw this with HR over the last 15 or so years, is the lack of the private sector participation where they said, oh, we're only going to have federal shared services providers. And I think that's where grants are starting. Most of the shared services providers are federal agencies who have had trouble or struggling struggles to keep modernized because- there's something called the Efficiency Act of 1933 or 1936. I always forget which which year it was. Either way, it's almost 100 years old, and it really holds agencies back from being able to have money to modernize. So let me start with that. You, you, initial, you initially started with federal shared service providers. Can you talk a little bit about that decision? In the grant space, there are a, a small number, a handful of existing federal providers. We thought it was important to start with them. Because, look, the feedback from the customers, again, not perfect, but for the customer, for many of the customers, it's working very well, right? These are good business decisions that they're in terms of how they use their agency resources and what they get in terms of helping them deliver on their mission. And we needed to understand and see to make sure, one, they're still open to new customers. Two, do you want to align with us in terms of our guiding principles that we use for the Grants Cues Bill and help modernize and really take some ownership over, over how we drive improvements with the marketplace and the solutions over time? And really understand what, how far can we go with the federal providers 
And we needed time to work with agency customers and survey and really through one-on-one engagements and through surveys we've done, understand their needs and really try to match up. Can these providers provide what's needed by those agencies? So it made sense from a practical perspective to start with low-hanging fruit of the providers we have, make sure that they are the right providers to maintain and have as part of our marketplace. And, And we've done that. And then really think about what does the future look like? And what we've learned from our surveys with agencies and work with providers, again, it's they're not the right fit for every agency. Uh, we've spent the last year and a half plus working with agencies on their investments, again, fulfilling a key role for all QSOs and our grants QSO in particular, you know, trying to one, help them improve their business today, right? Even before we had a marketplace, looking at their needs and trying to understand and advise them. We've driven agencies to help adopt some of these shared services in the last year and a half, and we'll continue to do so as a first consideration. But I know, and I've told agency executives from day one, I know that these shared services aren't going to meet their needs all the time today. My objective, you know, in a five-year time horizon moving forward is how can we get to a point where we build out this marketplace and expand this marketplace in a way that we can recommend and they can also, you know, reasonably adopt a shared service with acceptable trade-offs, right? So we can move away from custom agency systems. To do that though, to expand, we know we're going to need industry, right? And that's where the commercial space comes in. I think it's just a simple, a simple risk calculus, you know, looking at what agencies are doing with systems today, it's hard to start shared services in government. You know, you mentioned budgeting. Budgeting is hard. It's hard enough for agencies uh, alone for their own needs. Now, later on, trying to provide services outside of your department, right? It's difficult, not impossible. And there are some possibilities in, in the next two or three years, but it can't be something that we rely on concretely. So we know we need industry. Uh, we've been talking to industry since day one, you know, asking for their feedback, asking for their input, trying to understand what tools they have and could potentially offer. And we've done some, you know, formal market research uh, last fiscal year, really kind of first of its kind in the grants management space to, to go out and ask industry, what do you got, right? What do you have for solutions across the grants management process and life cycle? We developed that not just on our own, we developed it with input and feedback from agency customers, right? So we make sure we're asking the right types of questions about the systems they have, about the solutions they're offering today, and also asking for industry's feedback about, you know, what's the, you know, realistically, what's your perspective industry about how to best bring you into our marketplace potentially in the future, right? What are the best and, you know, most, you know, expeditious ways to help, you know, agencies procure, right? Helping help ease that procurement process. So that market research has been really helpful, one, for us to understand what's out there. We had great response to that market research. Even more importantly, though, for agencies, it's already been really useful today. We had 10 different agencies take part in our review of you know, the, that market research, and that really helped ensure the viability of some of our conclusions from that market research. And we've already put it into practice. We approach thinking about how to work with industry and about our marketplace really in an iterative fashion. You know, we can't go big bang, say, here, here are the solutions done, go home, right? End of race. We have to think about, again, how can we meet customers where they are today? And how can we think about the same with industry? How can we meet you where you are today? And how can we test this? So we've actually, we've started doing pilots of this market research with three different small agencies. Some of it's procurement sensitive, so I can't talk about a lot of it, what's going on now, but when it's done, be happy to come back and share some of the lessons learned because we're really excited about what we can learn and about what potentially these industry solutions could do for these Fed customers and what it can show other Fed customers as possible. 
going to get some great feedback, you know, about actual utilization of tools, you know, and capabilities and customer satisfaction. And I think, you know, even more importantly, it's going to really help inform us how we can improve the acquisitions pathway for these tools initially. And it's going to also help us develop a good strategy for bringing in more industry over time to our marketplace, you know, and, and what that strategy looks like. How formal is it, right? Is market research enough? I think market research is something we should always be keeping up to date as a grants Cusmo and sharing with agents and customers. It saves so much time, you know, but also thinking about ways to formalize inclusion of vendors in the future. You know, could we do a SIN? Could we do BPAs? Do we formally validate commercial providers in the future? All questions we're thinking about, I don't know the right answer right now. I think in the next year with some of these pilots, it's really going to help us develop that strategy. But I, I do know, and I'm 100% certain that industry industry will be part of our solution landscape in the marketplace moving forward. Chad, I appreciate the fact you talked about those pilots a little bit. I know there are some sensitivities, so I will not ask you to go too deeper. But just to just to clarify one thing, it sounds like you're going to test some tools. You're going to test some acquisition approaches. You're going to test some other processes. It, each of the pilots may look at a different piece of this marketplace. Can you just kind of put a finer point on it? Because I want to make sure it's clear so folks don't get lost. I call them pilots. It's really agencies coming to us and understanding we've done this market research. Some of these agencies were partners with us, you know, and helped review, you know, the responses to our market research. Others not. Others came to us with needs, right? And we understood that existing shared services weren't the right fit. And we offered, look, we have market research we can share. They, they came back to us and asked us to help, you know, be part uh, you know, and, and help advise, help improve their requirements for any RFP. And they want to share lessons learned from their acquisitions with us. In particular, what we found from surveys with agencies is there are some particular needs for small agencies, small programs with smaller budgets, you know, and thinking about the grants management life cycle, you know, they thinking we call something core award management. So once a grant is awarded and the management of that award through the life of that grant as they're delivering on the results of that award, for some of those key sort of core processes in the award management process, small agencies with small budgets, they're looking for, for you know, not just cheaper systems, almost like light systems, you know, like systems that will, will provide them not necessarily all the same wraparound services or functionality, but they're like, look, give, it, give us something cheap because what we're running today is old and expensive or other options are just too much for our budgets, even though they're doing good service, right? So that's that's where we focused with these pilots. All these agencies are small, smaller agencies, uh, and they are testing out, you know, some potentially lower cost options from vendors. And we'll see how low cost they are uh, once they come back and actually have procurement actions in the future, right? So we'll have some good lessons on that. We'll also get to see, you know, how this can service what we know is a greater need. You know, there are almost uh, almost 50 awarding agencies. More than half of them are non-CFO Act agencies. So we're talking medium and oftentimes small and even times very small agencies with small budgets. And, you know, we think there's a real value and a real customer need uh, in that space to help drive better outcomes, just given the sheer volume of grant programs. Uh, that we have across these agencies. If we can find better low cost sort of light solutions that we could learn from these pilots, that would be really interesting. But in terms of procurement process, look, they are they are still in control of their own procurements at this point. Uh, we are a partner, right? Helping learn and understand and, and, and advise them, particularly as they're developing that RFP. Chad, I appreciate that. A little bit of insight is always helpful because I know, first of all, when other people hear this and they hear pilots, they'll get very excited. So anything you can get in front of it is, is always helpful. You mentioned market research several times, and I think this goes back to this broader question of what types of services, what types of 
ideas did you get from that market research that led you to, to open up this initial marketplace? Can you talk a little bit about what you found in those surveys, generally speaking? Yeah, so I, I can talk about survey work we, de- we did. And it really, again, sort of sort of the first of its kind, working with all federal warning agencies. And we got responses from about 90% of them, which is pretty good. We got all the big ones and you know, still a couple small ones outlined. We got overwhelming majority of them. We One, we've developed probably the most accurate to date picture of the grants systems landscape that agencies use. GSA has run, you know, surveys at various points in time to understand, you know, the systems landscape and, and needs across different business lines. Uh, this one was very targeted at the grants folks at different agencies. And I, I will mention it's hard, it's hard to target the right folks at agencies. Unlike other lines of business and government, like the CIO world and the CFO world and, uh, you know, procurement, there is a less well-defined and rigorous governance over grants in government than there is for CIOs, CFOs, CPOs, or Chicos. This makes it difficult. There is no chief grants officer, the standard position at every agency with, with standard reporting structure. We do exist and live under the CFOC today as a subcomponent of that. But this is one of the challenges in grants, given the scale and scope and size of the grants universe in the federal government. You know, so we've done a lot of work in that first year engaging with agencies just to know, one, who do we need to talk to, <laughs> right? Who are the right executives and leaders at departments? And that doesn't even include all the subcomponent agencies at the big departments where things are very federated, right? Communication's hard. The surveys we've done have gone to the right people, right? We figured out the right leaders to go to, built a better and more accurate, but not perfect systems picture. And that tells us what, how many systems, what parts of the life cycle they're using those systems for, how old those systems are, you know, what, what type of you know, technology are you using? When do you think that useful life of those systems is going to be up, right? So we can start understanding and trying to better anticipate agency needs, in both from a developing strategy. So we work with agencies on developing their department strategy for their grant systems based on current and future needs. And then we can then anticipate and look at what we have in our marketplace and try to really understand do the tools we offer today, do we think they'll be able to meet those needs? And some of the lessons we learned from that survey, one, we understood, no, existing providers today, again, aren't the right fit for every agency. Sometimes, particularly for small agencies, that cost is a big factor. Um, We also realized even if every agency if all their needs were the right fits and these providers were the right fits for these agencies, they couldn't take them all at once. Look, there are simply realistic limitations in terms of the capabilities of agencies to integrate with a small number of providers at the same time, right? Resources are finite. They are not infinite, you know, in the shared services world. And so we know that looking at when agencies will have needs, we know there's a need for additional solutions. This is part of the reason why, like, we we can help confirm, like, you know, Driving to single end-to-end solutions is not going to be viable, right? There's going to be there's going to be consistent rolling needs over time for agencies, right? As their existing systems they're using come to end of useful life, and I got to be honest, like we even see not just end useful life, they are holding on <laughs> to old systems, right? Because driving and in, you know either doing new systems or even integrating with shared services, it's timely. It, it takes time. It takes money. And we see agencies holding on and we're trying to give them better, op- better options so we can, they can let go. <laughs> they can let go and, and then and then move on to, to a future state solution. Those are some of the big conclusions we saw from the government wide survey. You know, we also saw, you know, cost is important, but even more important than cost. Agencies want to know that they're going to have tools and be using tools 
that deliver on their mission. You know, mission is king. I, I spent over 15 years working in agencies closely with and advising agency grants programs from a policy level, systems level. I can confirm, at least from individual experience, agency leaders, they care about efficiencies. They care about the systems they use. They care more about making sure they can deliver their mission. And when their mission is grants, they want to make sure they can do, you know, deliver the best they can with the dollars that they distribute. And that's that was one of the big, big things we learned from our government-wide survey. Because we asked them, like, what are going to be the factors that will help you choose and adopt a shared service over a custom system you're using today? Cost was one, but mission was more important. So we have to make sure that one, again, focusing on customers, focusing on their needs, their missions, and frankly, building trust, building trust with customers. I'm more relatively new to the shared services space. I've only been in this about three years. Uh, I'm more of a grants person. Uh, I love grants. I, I think shared services is a great means to an even better end of what we can deliver with government grants. It's a huge endeavor. Grants touches every part of the American economy. You think of a part of the economy, grants touches it, right? The government's trying to drive good work through grants. Uh, I talk to my family about this all the time. Like, like, what do you do? It's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm giving people better tools to give out grant money. Well, what does that mean? It's like, well, think about your schools. Think about your roads. Think about research. Think about nonprofits. Think about communities hurt after disasters and rebuilding entire infrastructures. They want to have confidence that the tools that they're going to select and use, which is a big business decision, is going to be better for their mission. And we've spent a lot of our time frankly, building those relationships, building that trust and building that understanding, right? So that we can do that and, and really, really advise them in unbiased ways where they can trust us that we're going to have their interests first while still driving, you know, broader government-wide goals in terms of how to drive improvements for that grants mission through shared services. It's always interesting when someone asks you, what do you really do? And you try to explain it to them from a government perspective and they kind of look at you. You always have to kind of bring that down to the level of those roads, those schools, those bridges. So so kudos to you, Chad, for, for breaking it down that the people can understand actually what the government does, because so often it's the government and not understanding the, the specific uh, roles and responsibilities. Chad, on that note, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we can continue our conversation. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office in the Department of Health and Human Services. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office at the Department of Health and Human Services. I want to go back to the one thing you said about the systems. A lot of old systems and agencies are hanging on. Did you have any sort of data around the average age of a grants management system is 20 years, 30 years, five years? Or did you have any kind of uh, in interesting data about, for instance, 32% still run COBOL or 18% are still in, you know, uh, uh, this type of mainframe? A anything you can share? Oh, man, you know, we have a lot of that data. We'd have to go back and check. We haven't pulled some of those specific data points uh, what I can say is that, look, you know, there's an there's supposed to be, from what I'm told from my IT experts on the team, like five to seven years useful life of systems. On average, it seems like agencies are going longer than that is what what I can see and what what we have found. It's just always interesting because I think uh, years ago, I remember when they looked at financial management systems, they had a very similar set of data. So I thought maybe you guys had, uh, had ones. Since you launched the marketplace, what have you heard from potential current agency customers? How are they starting to use it? 
I know it's still very early. They're still trying to get their head around it. But as you said, it's not like you haven't been doing anything for the last 18 months or so. You have been talking, advising. What should agencies expect? What are you hearing from them about the marketplace so far? So far, actually, a lot of the feedback from our agency partners and customers we work with has been um, celebratory. So they mostly because we've already built really strong relationships with, with, with most of our agency customers. And they're excited, right? They're, they understand the concept of what the marketplace can provide both today, but particularly in the future, you know, for their needs. And they're excited about the potential in, in terms of offering tools and improving the tools we have for what it can help them deliver uh, in terms of both giving time back for their people, helping reduce burden for grant recipients that use public facing systems and really helping drive better improvements through modern functionality, you know, automation, you know, the use of data standards and really trying to leverage the data the government connects today to help drive better business decisions on individual grants and at a programmatic level uh, and having systems talk, right? Once we can get data, uh, you know, data standards incorporated throughout, throughout systems. And frankly, it's going to take a smaller number of systems to do so really effectively. One, they're excited, which is great, which is a good sign to me that we have built the strong network uh, with our agency customers about the marketplace and what it can do. In terms of the marketplace, you know, we, we partnered with GSA to help build and host the marketplace. And, and GSA also helps organize a lot of the government-wide shared services efforts, including for all the QSMOs. They've been great partners in developing, you know, the, this, the start of our marketplace on our website. Traffic went up exponentially when the announcement went out. And actually, you know, it, there's a big spike, but often, you know, Compared to prior days in terms of that, you know, where GSA has QSMO information, there's more consistent people going and looking, which is a good sign, right? Because I know we've built relationships with leaders and executives uh, at agencies, but it's public facing for a good reason, right? We're trying to better distribute this information, not just at the top, but down through agencies so they can go and find what tools are out there today, how agencies are using it. That's a great question. So look, we've, we've had agencies asking us for probably the last year, when are you going to have validated tools, right? Because they understand what the direction was from OMB on some of these government-wide goals is try to use validated services, right? That should be the first consideration in terms of what agencies use in terms of systems and tools when they have a need arise. And having that valid, that stamp of validation was important for our providers too, because it's a question that our agency customers have been asking them, right? So there's a desire from the provider perspective to be part of that marketplace, because they know that that's the first option consideration. Again, not trying to force fit agencies into the wrong solution or the wrong fit, uh, and understanding today that I know we can't drive every agency to adopt a shared service today with reasonable trade-offs. But that's our goal in the future. So even as we've had conversations in just the last few weeks with agencies, you know, we now point to the marketplace, right? The marketplace is a first option. Um, we're asking for feedback on how we present information on that marketplace. Like human, we got to do live and active human-centered design, right? This is iter an iterative process, right? This, this is not the end state for the marketplace in terms of what's there or how it looks. Like we're going to continue to be agile in terms of what we do. But we've seen good and positive feedback. Right. In terms of agencies understanding what it is that this is here for them and what it can do and what it can't. And then working with us through that marketplace framework on their potential investments. Chad, because this is, as you just said, a iterative process, you continue to to improve the marketplace, continue to get that feedback and make changes. What have you learned from the current existing QSMOs at Bureau of Fiscal Service with financial management, CISA with cyber? 
And then I'll even take you even back further. What are some of those lessons you brought forward from previous attempts to do this? Again, whether it's the Grants Line of Business or the Grants.gov efforts. Again, before your time, I get all that. But yeah. I'm sure there are people who are around who will tell you, you know, Chad, we tried to do this in 2008 and it just didn't work. What were some of those lessons you learned? Was it, is it the, I'll start you off. Trust, I imagine, is the biggest one. Yeah, it's funny. I hear that a lot. It's like, oh, well, you consider what was, was tried and didn't work before. And it's interesting. I think it's not that there have been failures. I think we learn a lot both in terms of what we can and should do and how we should operate moving forward. Trust is definitely a big one. More important than trust, I think it's, uh, it's trust and understanding that we're not going to force agencies into the wrong fit. Right, that there's no one size fits all for agencies here. People ask me, what does the marketplace look like? What's the number of tools you have at the end state? I don't have a specific number. It's definitely less than the 150, 200 we have today. Um, I, you know, it's probably, you know, it's probably some smaller number in the teens. I don't know exactly, but what we have to do is we have to take that customer focus. And that's a good lesson learned from all of the prior efforts, whether it be the GMLB, prior shared services efforts across different lines of business. Uh, is focusing on agency customers and that agency mission. I've heard some of the other leaders speak across different lines of business and that have run shared services in different places, even outside of the grant space. I've started to see some commonalities about this focus on mission, right? Mission is so important for agencies and agency leaders. And frankly, it should be, right? That's what matters for the public. It's the delivery of that public-facing mission that is why government matters. It's why most of us work in government. It's the few, it's one of the only places, right? There are only certain things government can do. So why not make that business better and focus on that mission and driving improvements to that mission? That's some of the biggest lessons learned. If you're gonna take customer focus though, you gotta build trust and you can only really operate, you know, there's the Stephen Covey, Covey principle. You can operate at the speed of trust. <laughs> I think that's very real. And trust takes time. Trust takes listening. Trust takes an outward focus, intentional and purposeful, consistently over time. And, and we've designed our business from day one to do that. And that's frankly, it's actually based on some lessons learned from other Cusmos. Not that they haven't done that. We're all very customer focused. But going last has some benefits in terms of being the latest Cusmo to be designated. Uh, we can see from some of the efforts, right, you know, the intentional customer focused engagements to understand mission and build trust. These are definitely some of the key lessons we've learned from other QSMOs, even in dealing with providers, right? We learned some real lessons from the other QSMOs. You know, we're not the first marketplace to go live. Uh, we're not the first QSMOs to try to partner with providers and understand their business and, and partner with them to drive improvements in the future. But in terms of how to do that, we learned a lot from the other QSMOs. You know, one, minimize bureaucratic processes. Uh, think about what's really important as we think about the future state of tools and, and how to talk to providers about that. You know, we learned a lot from the other QSMOs in that way. And we share, we share a lot of information. You know, we've innovated in some places as well. You know, this idea of our marketplace and the way we've depicted it is kind of new for QSMOs. Um, they're interested in the feedback as well. They're interested to see how something like this could be utilized in their business if it benefits them. So it's a very symbiotic relationship with our Cusmo partners, and I'm very thankful uh, for them uh, because we definitely have some of those same overall mission goals and customer focus objectives in mind. Chad, on that note, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we can continue our conversation. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office in the Department of Health and Human Services. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Chad Clifford, the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office at the Department of Health and Human Services. 
I know that this just got launched. I know that you're probably taking a half a deep breath and go, okay, let's just uh, bask in a little bit of glory. Cause I know you have a long road ahead of you, as you said, it's a marathon. So maybe you're through mile one and you feel good about your run. How are you measuring success? And then uh, we'll also talk about, okay, what's it going to look like when you get to mile 20 and mile 25. So first measuring success in this first few months, first year or so. Yeah, there wasn't much time to bask in, in success. <laughs> We're a small team. We're very lean. Look, this this drives more work our way, right? So the more attention our Cusmo gets at the agency level, external audiences are intentional and purposeful work with industry, knowing we need them to help expand options for agencies. It creates more work. So there's there's no rest for the weary. I will say it is an important milestone for us. I think as recognized by some of the leaders who, who gave quotes on our, you know, for us and, and really helped drive this marketplace from OMB and GSA and even our deputy secretary at HHS. But where are we, where are we going, right? And how do we measure that success over time? From a five to 10 year time horizon, and we have a longer vision, you know, frankly, just being realistic about the grants systems landscape today and, and understanding we can't force agencies off of systems that have useful life, right? We can't force them or even try to force them into bad business decisions. That, that doesn't work. <laughs> we have to think about when they have needs, try to better anticipate those needs, and then help, you know, help them better define requirements for those needs, make sure they have good strategies at their departments for those needs that align with government-wide goals. Our goal is to have a marketplace you know, in that midpoint, you know, five-year time horizon for our vision. So probably another three or four or five years from now, I want to be able to offer and, and make a good recommendation to agencies for almost all needs in the grants management process that we have a good shared service that they can realistically integrate with. That's a better option than what they have today, right? Or going out with their own acquisition with reasonable trade-offs. That's the point I want to get to, right? For me, that I think will show real success. You know, if the, the theory of really trying to drive improvements through a smaller number of shared services we got to make sure that agencies see that as a better option, right? You want to have agencies agreeing and understanding that this is a better choice. We can't do that today, right? We, to be clear, we've been driving agencies to adopt shared services with some good success, but not in all cases. Uh, when we don't, we work with them on their investments to improve what they're using now, right? Align with government-wide goals, ensure we can continue to drive utilization of data standards. But that's the key objective. So everything we do in terms of how we measure success it's how we can reach that end state, right? So how can we have a real marketplace where you walk into that virtual store and maybe not for like 100%, but like 99% of your needs, we can say a shared service is a better option and the customers agree, right? And we're, we've been working with them closely to not just understand their needs, but we ask them like, okay, so what would it take, right? What are acceptable trade-offs? It might mean changes to internal business processes. We know from talking to some agencies, it might take changes to government-wide grants policy, things we don't control, uh, but things that we we can take back, right? Lessons learned and needs and share them with stakeholders across interagency leadership with OMB. So that will take time though, in terms of how we measure. How we measure in the interim, in terms of are we be are we successful? I, I ask a very simple question of my team every day. Look, we have a long vision. It's gonna take a few years before we know if that vision really comes to reality. And I think we'll get there, but how can we help agencies today? Right? We can't sit around, you know, doing work by ourselves in an ivory tower uh, and then, you know, five, five years from now, make a big announcement and say the world is fixed. That is not what agencies need. That is not what agencies want. And that's not helpful for agencies. So we start with their needs in mind first. 
right? We help explain and help them understand our longer term goals and make sure that that really matches up with what they see as a need as well. And then we ask them, how can we help you now? And we measure that both in terms of the numbers of engagements we have with agencies, number of agencies that come to us before they're even developing, you know, specific RFPs, while they're still in the strategic design phase of their systems needs, agencies that come to us and ask us for our feedback, you know, and helping build out requirements, you know, helping review their RFPs, you know, if they're going to go outside of the marketplace, that we, we measure those. And we measure those not just in terms of the number of times to talk to agencies, what we use some uh, customer experience tools and we have our own customer relationship management platform, you know, very simple one we built to track. And we go back and ask, like, we have a real CX focus here at the Grand Excusemo. We think if we ask agencies, was this helpful? They'll tell us the truth. And they do, right? We get good feedback. And sometimes they tell us, well, you know, that wasn't, but you know, what would be, would be this. I'm actually very happy to report that over time, not only has our team, you know, been hot, providing highly satisfactory value add work that saves both time, improves the work that agencies are doing, and, and sort of makes the systems they're using, building, acquiring, integrating with better. It, it's over like 85%, you know, high rate of satisfaction with our work that our team has done in terms of, you know, working with agencies about potential shared services, advising them on anything outside of the shared services marketplace. Uh, and that's been going up over time. So that tells me that what we're doing, agencies and agency leaders, they see real value. And, and for me, that's probably the biggest metric and one of the most important ones um, over time that'll help make sure that we stay on the right path until we really get to that, you know, sort of maybe not end of the marathon, but that late stage, right? Yeah, I'm a former marathoner. So you talk about the 20, 23 mile point where things really get tough. Yeah, we'll see the goal and know if we're there in terms of what our marketplace can accomplish as a whole. But until then, our customers will keep us on the right track. Chad, I very much enjoyed our conversation so far. And I've, we've talked a lot about currents management, probably more than you or I thought we would. Before I let you go, uh, and again, I know this just got off the ground. What's the short-term goals to continue to build upon the grants? Excuse me, what should agencies look for in the next year, 18 months? So one, they're going to continue to see us doing proactive outreach with them, right? So agencies are coming to us, but we we keep going to them. Um, we're gonna keep asking for their feedback. We're gonna keep trying to make sure we understand their needs as their needs change. And they do change over time. In terms of the marketplace, you know, making sure agencies know that the marketplace is there, the marketplace is live, validated solutions are available. And we're gonna make sure that, look, we're gonna consider them as options and hopefully they'll be able to adopt them. But when they're not the right fit, we're not gonna force them. And we're gonna work with them in a real value add way on any any acquisition with systems outside of that. Let me thank my guest, Chad Clifford is the Executive Director of the Grants Quality Service Management Office at the Department of Health and Human Services. Chad, thanks so much for taking the time today. Thanks, Jason, really appreciate it. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Network. You've been listening to Ask the Chief Information Officer on Federal News Network. Tune in Thursday mornings at 10 or subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One.